0: What did you do to your fucking foot?
1: I have that fucking planner's wart. Ah. And like I didn't think that's where it was and I felt something on my foot and I just like plucked it out.
0: And that's what it was.
1: I can actually show you the fucking thing about this shit. <laughs> That was the weirdest thing of my life. Cause I literally plucked it from the root.
0: Casually nonchalant, just opening wounds.
1: No, I fucking created a wound.
0: Created that wound.
1: It's like, <laughs> have you ever like plucked a hair out? Yes. Like it was like that, only much deeper and-
0: A foot a hair, fucking... if you will. A hair, if you grew hair on the bottom of your foot.
1: And a planter's wart. And it was like the size of my fucking pinky nail.
0: Like lengthwise. Do you think this is going to be somebody's kink? Us talking about this? Probably. Somebody's gonna get off.
1: Probably me.
0: <laughs> You're just gonna go back and record er, and re-listen. Yeah, and just, just for that. Just fucking tug one off, play a little bit of five on one.
1: I'm playing a little <laughs> pocket, pocket pool. <laughs>
0: well, at least at least somebody can get some joy out of this episode. What is up, you motherfuckers? Welcome back to another episode of the Fetch and Shock Podcast. I am your host, a copy of Circle of Protection Red, Tyler, <laughs> and joining me, as always, is. Another copy of Circle Protection Red, Matt. Matt, what's up, man?
1: Bless up. That was a good one. I'll give you that. For those of you who don't know, Brian Weissman, the creator of the deck way back when, turns out to be a scummy cheater.
0: Yeah, he turns to be a fuck up. Well, that's a lovely segue into the first thing that we want to talk about today, which is Grand Prix Vegas. That happened last week, like last weekend, or I guess last week too. It started on like a fucking Wednesday or something.
1: Everything goes bigger in Vegas. <laughs>
0: You're right. And unfortunately, we were not able to attend this year, maybe next year, if we budget correctly and don't lose teeth or change jobs and move to another state or something like that.
1: If I change jobs and move to another state, you know, I'm fucking making cheddar. So I'd be fine with that. So you can fly me out. Yeah, I'll fly Vegas. you okay, out. Okay,
0: cool. Yeah. One, so ne- this time next year, you have to get another job, be making like twice as much money. Fly me out. You'll, we'll spend the week in Vegas and everything will be great. Sounds good. And you know what we won't do?
1: Put three copies of Circle Protection Red in our decks.
0: Yeah, we won't put two copies in our sideboard when our registered deck only has one. Well he technically it's not illegal. Yeah, what an asshole. Like what the the worst take in the entire world when somebody's just like, Wait, was his original deck list correct? Because it looks like he has two copies of cop red on the battlefield, and he immediately responded with like he had time to think of an excuse. And his excuse was, Well, let's Technically, it's not really it's not really illegal to do that. So, so here's what I did. I want this is my published deck and this is the one I really use. Like, what an
1: asshole! Fuck that yeah, guy. That's like angle shooting to a fucking extreme.
0: Yeah, what a prick! And he's been a huge like magic old at least in the old school community. He's been fucking huge for a while. He,
1: ba- he basically created card advantage.
0: Yeah, he was the first. Like he, yeah, he was like. He, created
1: because the theory the of deck. which those of you who follow old school will know what we're talking about yeah. but the deck is a control deck that uses uh disrupting scepter to d- make your opponent discard their hand and then the fucking something i forget what the other one is actually called but it's a four mana artifact where you can pay mana and draw a card
0: uh isn't it the staff Bellword, stoward, no
1: no, Staff, uh, or Disrupting Scepters, the discard. Yeah. Jame um, there it is. Oh,
0: yeah, jade de Tome, yep, there you go.
1: So that, and it's just a control deck, and you just grind your opponent into dust and then kill them at your leisure.
0: Yeah, shocker that the guy playing, like, the slowest, dirtliest deck in the entire world, who just loves to watch people, like, suffer, turns out he's an asshole. Who'd yeah. have
1: thought? Who'd have thunk?
0: Really fucking shocking news there. Yeah. But they did, he did redeem himself slightly, by giving back the trophy and then they ran another event. I'm not sure he would have had a really choice in that matter. Yeah, you you might be right. I mean, you could have just fucking bounced and been like, okay, see you, bitches. and fucking been out. Like, I think someone
1: was like, yeah, you're either doing this or you're never welcome in any old school.
0: Like he quoted. I mean, like people are going to fucking want them to come to the old school event. I mean, and also, was it a real old school event? Because it wasn't hosted at a bar. Yeah, true. Like that doesn't actually count.
1: You we're allowed to drink. I saw pictures with people with beers and really. Yeah. It's Vegas, dude. You can do whatever the fuck you want in Vegas. Yeah, it's
0: a fucking lawless town. You're right. Like prostitution's legal. It's just all you can drink at magic events. Like, oh, my God. Why were we not there? Yeah. So (laughs) that was the first fucking scumbag move. I didn't see anybody with pictures of beer. I wish I would have seen that. I would have walked to Vegas if that was the case.
1: You might get there tomorrow in that case. I
0: would have started like a month early.
1: Oh, there you go. Just hitchhike (laughs) your way there.
0: Yeah, fuck it. I'd get there eventually you be like, hey, you guys going to Vegas? They're like, uh, we're in Pennsylvania. Yeah. No, we're not <laughs> fucking going to Vegas. <clears throat> I don't even want to know how far that drive is. God, it's been fucking miss.
1: I'd assume to like Kansas City area or Iowa is like 17 hour
0: drive. Well, like, Texas is like 20. So I'd guess probably 30-ish in that ballpark. Yeah, motherfuck that. Well, welcome to the Fetch and Chalk Travel Podcast. The
1: Travel Channel Podcast.
0: The, the Fetch and Chalk Driving Everywhere Podcast. Because obviously you're flying at that point. Fuck that.
1: Yeah, that would be miserable to drive
0: that. But besides the old school tournament that was fucking garbage, they had a bunch of other really fucking cool events go down. Uh, like throughout the week, they had cube drafts. A lot of them. But actual cube drafts. It was like fucking like $200 to get in on them. I'm pretty sure they also had like that headhunter thing. Oh, yeah. They always have stuff like that. GPs if there's like a celebrity there quote-unquote celebrity where it's like you play up against somebody and then if you beat them you get like tickets or something extra points or something like that yeah yeah which is cool i like that idea a lot because then you get to play against somebody that you admired or just some random person that's my goal now (coughs) Or someone you (coughs)
1: just want to shit stomp
0: yeah we're gonna get you and me we're gonna beat headhunters at some fucking event and people are gonna have to come up and play us in two-headed giant modern
1: no for sure we're gonna do pack war Oh,
0: actually, you're right. We would definitely do fucking Pac Wars.
1: Yeah, that's that's the move. (laughs) That's a GP California PA.
0: Oh, GP California PA. We will be the fucking headhunters. Again, yeah, we're totally doing that. That is something that I don't give a fuck. You know, we'll just schedule it during next year's GP Vegas.
1: Yeah, everyone who doesn't go to Vegas can come to...
0: Well, nobody will go to Vegas because everybody will want to come here. Probably, right? Yeah, almost guaranteed. We're going to... We're single handedly going to run Channel Fireball out of business <laughs> just because of that one weekend.
1: Yeah, I'm sure
0: yeah, but those group, those cube drafts were sweet. They had like a draft with they had a couple drafts of Manguchi, which I would have fucking given a nut for. Oh, I'm sure they had ones with LSV. Uh, I think they even had ones with like Pleasant Kenobi, like more like plebeian style drafts. Yeah, which is fucking sweet. Um, from what I saw, I saw a bunch of pictures of the the command zone area. It was popping. Oh my god, that thing was fucking nuts, man. Turns out, people like Commander.
1: Yeah, about to say, people fucking love a weird format where they can use all these old shitty cards that see no other play besides those.
0: Hell yeah, I can respect the fuck out of that. I think that thing, like, sold out, and then they had to open up more passes for it or something like that. But yeah, all the pictures I saw of that place was, like, more packed than the actual GP. People were stoked on that. Which is good yeah, for Commander, because there's never an option like that anywhere else.
1: Well, if I'd go to Vegas, like GP Vegas, I wouldn't be joining the fucking GP.
0: No, I think it's a ruse saying that there's a Grand Prix at GP Vegas. Yeah. Like, if, if you join a GP at Grand Prix Vegas, you're,
1: you're a You're doing sucker. it wrong. Yeah, you're doing yeah, it wrong.
0: you're blowing it. That's the one, like, Magic Fest, GP, whatever it is, that is strictly built to not play Magic.
1: Yeah, no, I agree completely there
0: like sure get together with like a group of people and like fire off a cube draft or do like a draft with homies or play booze cube or something but yeah you're there to interact with fucking cool people and like magic is secondary
1: i still think the booze cube should be top 8 of every pro tour
0: every no every gp every just gp
1: goddamn
0: late sunday on every oh. fucking weekend it's just fucking eight people just getting shit wasted in a convention center
1: yeah <laughs> and it's a multiplayer game too it's not one v one v one. Oh, you could that would be miserable you just literally you drink would, yourself into a coma yeah i would just draft the the boo- booze touches out the one yes where they just you're just
0: trying to force a concession on your opponent
1: by just drinking them into oblivion
0: yeah fuck yeah <laughs>
1: skull by far is the best card in that format
0: you know what? Fuck it. That's just the boot is gonna be our shadow at the end of the episode. Spoiler alert. Yeah, fucking nerds.
1: <laughs> couldn't that, leave now.
0: Because yeah, okay, yeah. Because that's the best part. You you you've you've got there with only what we're like ten minutes in.
1: If that. But yeah, GP Vegas seemed pretty fucking sweet as always.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah. And they, they had always like
1: go the, pretty big.
0: They had that modern madness thing, which I thought was super fucking cool. Where it was like they did the Twitter polls. Of, like, the top, like, 32 as, or yeah, 64 Yeah, bracket. Decks. Yeah, and you could vote on the top eight decks. And then once it got down to top eight, they actually played out the top eight at Vegas.
1: Which is super dope.
0: Yeah, and some of the top eight decks were, like, Jun. I know Merfolk was in it. Is it Phoenix was in it. Hardened Scales was definitely in it. Storm was in it. Uh, fuck. I don't know if I remember. Oh, fucking Elves and Death and Taxes were in it because they played that first round. Like, who the fuck... It makes a bracket and then puts Elves against DNT in round one.
1: Yeah, because that's no, just an
0: auto lose for DNT. I like. I felt slighted.
1: They know what's up.
0: How dare they? Like that's just such bullshit. But yeah, they played that out. I bounced like in, like sporadically in and out of that because it was again a weekend and I had other shit to do. <clears throat> but I think like going on Twitter afterwards, I'm pretty sure Cedric Phillips was the guy piloting Storm, and I think he took it down. Which Cedric Phillips not known as a Storm guy. No. He's a mono white smack you in the mouth. Yeah, he does like he does like the aggressive decks, and I I dig Cedric Phillips, so I'm glad that he got to do it, got to win that. I don't know if he like won anything. I think I saw him a picture with uh, a foil uncut sheet of Innistrad.
1: That's pretty dope.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah, that's a hell of a prize.
1: It would have been cool to do it even without prizes, It'd just be like your prizes, you get to do this.
0: Yeah, it's just pride. Yeah. You hold the title now.
1: Yeah, bragging rights.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah. And I guess, I mean, they did actually have a Grand Prix at Grand Prix Vegas.
1: Oh, uh, I want to stop real quick. Our Italian buddy, I am buying the stuff to send out. So just bear with me.
0: Yeah, it's been a process. Yeah. Yeah, the, the winner of our giveaway.
1: Yeah, I've been super fucking busy. So just hang tight.
0: Yeah, life is life has happened. Giannata Adosso. I, I yeah. feel like I'm pronouncing that wrong every single time. That's because I might be dyslexic
1: italian okay. stallion number two just hang tight
0: number two i love it we're just calling, We're just going to call you dose from now on
1: no right. you didn't do it right it's a Dos.
0: <laughs> yet yeah, you talk with your hands <laughs>
1: yeah
0: oh i love it <laughs> but yeah i guess there was actually a, a g at grand prix vegas well there were small yeah. there was a limited one there was like a modern horizons limited one and there was a modern one for sure
1: so limited one we can't really talk about who gives a shit
0: yeah it, it was modern horizons which is fucking sick
1: yeah, that's cool, but it's like because okay, well,
0: amazing. But yeah, you can't really fucking parse anything from that data. Yeah, it's just super fun. But this, the fucking speaking of one, fucking Modern Horizons, Jesus Christ! Speaking of Modern Horizons, indeed, turns God out that
1: damn. Hogak all along, like I've said, <laughs> fucking constantly is the fucking problem.
0: Turns out it was a problematic card. So in this well, topic, there were five hogak decks was the problem (laughs) yeah we'll get to that for sure yeah uh yeah there are five hogak decks in this top eight and then two eldrazi tron and then one urza combo like holy shit when's the last time you saw a top eight of that had five of one deck
1: eldrazi winner
0: yeah either that or one. one of the i think maybe the recent one at least outside of modern like how that mono red deck in standard like ran train on everything yeah but yeah, outside of outside of modern, that's the only one I can think of.
1: <laughs> well, that was literally I can think of a lot, but um, through various points in time.
0: Yeah, like the Stoneblade shops was like that for a long time. I mean, if you really want to fucking go back out far, be like uh, Necro. Yeah, like the middle school era. Yeah, but if we're just speaking strictly modern, we haven't Odd. seen a top eight like this in a while. Probably Pod, Splinter Twin, Eldrazi winner. Or I don't the think Splinter that... Twin ever put up numbers I like guess I don't know. I don't think it ever did. That's just what would come to my mind because it yeah. was... I remember Eldrazi being just an absolute fucking monster, and this is on that level, if not worse, a, an absolute disaster in modern. I
1: think that the
0: Hogak deck was actually better than the Eldrazi deck. That's something I would like to see maybe like somebody like Star City do. Play like <laughs> like the fucking tight. Battle of the band list. Yeah. Where they do just the straight up old Eldrazi deck, full no band cards, especially the combo version of Hogak.
1: Yes, way yeah, better. With,
0: yeah, with bridge Hogak.
1: Yeah, that's just instant win. But it's putting eight power, consi- more than eight power, consistently on like turn two. That's fucking bananas, man.
0: Yeah, that's real good. It's real, real good. Now, granted, so could that deck. I think that deck has a longer or better long game. I mean, that deck, deck also that had Chalice on one, so if they're on the play and they could Chalice on one, that pretty much shuts the Hogak deck off entirely. Yeah. I would love to fun. see that game. Let's do it. Let's build them. I'm down. Yeah, I mean, Hogak's going to be worth nothing. Bridge has probably dropped a bit. I have all of that stuff. I think I have most of the Eldrazi deck still. I have all the Eldrazi deck. Oh, well, then let's just let's fire it off. That's what I mean. We could easily do that.
1: <laughs> I could do it. I could play against myself because they're super interactive. Yeah, oh yeah, those decks
0: definitely wanted to give a fuck about what your opponent was doing. And that's the overarching theme with these Degenerate decks in Modern. They They look at your opponent and say, oh, you don't matter in this game at all. Like, I don't give a fuck what you
1: Yeah, especially game one.
0: Oh yeah, certainly game one. Like, maybe maybe out of the board it gets a bit more interactive, but even then it's just like oh no i'm just gonna try to go faster than you now that i know what you're playing i just need to be able to go faster than you what you're doing
1: yeah i can take these pieces out, add this in to make me go a bit quicker or this part doesn't pertain to you
0: yeah to just to adapt to what you're doing to make me kill you faster yeah what a scumbag dex fucking christ modern sucked for a long modern has sucked for a long time now honestly
1: Yeah, it hasn't been super fun. I haven't played Modern in a while because of that fact.
0: Yeah, I can't tell you the last time I sat down and played like a game of Modern. It was probably before, like right before Modern Horizons came out. Because Modern Horizons didn't really bring anything to the table that I was really excited to play. Especially initially. Yeah, especially maybe, I would say the only exception to that being Giver of Ruins. Like I was really excited about that card out of the gate. But by the time I would be able to get it into a deck, Hogak had already planted its foot in the sand yeah i was like well i'm not ever touching this format this format is garbage
1: no i would agree with you not very fun
0: no not in the slightest but now now modern's a different beast
1: there's a two different formats that are a different fucking beast
0: yes there are <laughs> so this past week
1: let's start with standard because raging for Asodon,
0: he's free for a month yeah,
1: yeah they freed his ass
0: i love how he he gets to come back go fucking hog wild for a month and then he's like, "Okay, guys, thanks for thanks for that. Bye."
1: Yeah, the freedom before death.
0: Yeah, he gets a comeback party for for like three three weeks, four weeks, and then back to fucking the pits of hell for him.
1: Yeah, never seeing play again. So that happened. Nothing banned in standard.
0: Good for standard. This he's actually the first card to ever be unbanned from standard. So that's kind of cool.
1: I guess so, huh? Yep. Neat. Yeah. Trent so, better.
0: Mr. Ferocidon, Dino Boy, you. You accomplish something that no other card has ever accomplished.
1: So let's start with Modern, and let's start by saying I was super fucking wrong. Super wrong.
0: I don't think anybody was, like, right on the fucking nuts with this one. Well,
1: the unbanning.
0: Oh, with Stoneforge Mystic.
1: Yeah, I definitely was super fucking wrong there. I'll be the first person to admit that. I did not think that bitch was getting unbanned.
0: Well, and I'm going to go so far as to say I'm, I was fucking right.
1: <laughs> Touché.
0: I was so right, and you were wrong, and I'm a fucking genius, and you're an idiot.
1: <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so as far as Modern is concerned, Hogak, gone.
1: Which we knew was happening. I'm surprised they hit Faithless, Faithless Looting, Looting, too. Gone. That's big, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a fucking game changer. And in addition that's... to that, Stoneforge Mystic is now free.
1: That hurts graveyard decks a lot.
0: Um, I don't think it actually does. Having faithless looting cut,
1: yeah, it hurts dredge. Nope, I don't it think it hurts hogak, it hurts uh, phoenix.
0: Well, hogak doesn't exist, phoenix well, yeah. is, yeah, a phoenix is effectively unplayable, but I don't think phoenix was a graveyard deck, phoenix was a faithless looting deck,
1: yeah, fair enough.
0: Like, Tron isn't an artifact deck, but if you ban agent stirrings, like Tron's dead,
1: yeah, because that's how it finds its fucking everything,
0: yeah, so because it's like that's just a, the linchpin of the deck is ancient Story just does everything for
1: drawn like just I helps they're gonna see ancient stirring decks fucking skyrocket now yeah because it is by so far too. the best cantrip in modern now
0: yeah so i guess first of all we're never gonna have to fucking look at a hogak deck ever again or a bridgevine deck for that matter
1: i think they'll eventually bring bridge back because i don't think that was the broken <sighs> part of it i think like I I i've agree. been saying I... since day fucking one
0: my only argument against bridge was the same argument i've had time and time and time again the funky fucking card yeah Yeah, bridge is just a stupid fucking card the design is abysmal so why bring back a card that is just an abysmal design
1: but it's a lot even more fair now that (gasps) faithless looting is gone
0: yeah i agree with that it could come back and i don't think it would have an impact but i I don't think think it's going to come back just because it's a stupid card
1: it would come back in the same bridge vine decks that have been around before hogak yeah or sometimes they can smack and kill you on turn three but most of the time, they're going to fizzle.
0: Yeah, sometimes they have. they get disrupted.
1: Sometimes yeah.
0: Um, I don't think bridge is as impacted as people might think it is. What? You mean dredge? Or dredge, yeah. Not bridge. Dredge. Yes, correct. Dredge. I don't think dredge is going to miss uh, Faithless Looting as much as, as most people are just being like, oh, dredge is dead. Everybody never worry about dredge again. Yeah, remember when they banned Golgari Grave Troll? And everybody's like, oh, dredge doesn't exist anymore. It's fucking gone. It doesn't matter. And then dredge was still a thing
1: answer me this Are current dredge decks playing stitcher supplier um no so they they might swing to that it's what not a trip, but seen, it fills up their yard
0: and i have actually been playing a lot of modern this week um and i've lost to every dredge deck that i played except for maybe like one uh but i've seen them start playing either thought scour which is great
1: yeah they're already kind of playing blue anyway
0: yeah, I've seen them bump up to four Insolent Neonates.
1: Oh, fuck. They could definitely play the Forza will, or the force Negations now.
0: They could, especially if they're doing the Thought Scours. That's spicy. <laughs> yeah, they definitely could do that. I don't know where Dredge is going to land as far as like a quote-unquote optimal build, but Dredge has options. Like you said, Stitcher Supplier, Insolent Neonate, Thought Scour. They have the ability to play those cards. Yeah. And it doesn't really affect the deck all that much.
1: No, they have four... Uh... Gemstone mines, don't you? Gemstone
0: mines, yep. And like, if they want to, they can play. Lydia
1: Brass, yeah. Yeah, or the better City Brash, That one. Yep, they could play
0: anything They could play any of those five color lands, and they would still be totally fine. Yeah. Because realistically, what's the only the only blue card in that deck is the, those Malchum. cards. Like Price you're not casting any of those other blue. Yeah, Prize
1: of Melgum and uh. Narka Miba. Amoeba, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, a dredge is still a deck, and you still need to pack your graveyard hate accordingly. Just not in the you don't have dedicate six slots to it. Yeah, you can dedicate like three or four slots to it,
1: like it normally should be.
0: Yeah, depending on how bad your matchup is, and when which brings me to another point that you just said: the ancient starting decks, like the affinity style decks, whether it just be like a true affinity deck or the uh, hardened scales deck or Tron or something like that, the colorless focus decks. Uh, Those are going to start running rampant, but with all of those freed up graveyard hate slots in your board you need to fill those with artifact hate slots
1: i'm going to make a bold prediction i think like a bant aldrazi style deck is going to come back
0: you think like just a heavy hitting mid-range deck
1: yeah because let's what's going to be what's going to occur we're going to have jund we're going to have probably humans we're going to have tron
0: okay i think jund is probably the best deck i think followed by uh urza combo yeah
1: and that's the one Those heavy mid-range decks always have problems with combo, especially if you're not playing Fotsies and stuff like that.
0: Oh, yeah, you're screwed if you don't have any way to interact with them, especially on the early turns. But
1: there's not really any combo decks. If Juns going to be a major player, combo decks aren't going to be running rampant.
0: Well, you know who's seeing a bunch of play right now? Storm. Just blue, red Storm. Well, yeah, that happens after
1: a lot of bannings, just because it's no one's like, oh, well, I'm going to put Storm Hate.
0: Well, it's the fastest deck in the format right now
1: yeah that's it's not that's usually what happens like the aggressive hyper aggressive linear decks shine this is when they shine
0: yeah until the format gets figured out and then the control decks who can put in slots to interact with whatever the fast yeah decks are doing <coughs> yeah, through, kind of like a
1: wax and wane of
0: of a new format
1: yeah so yeah. that's modern modern got shook the fuck up thankfully it's
0: nuts man i think modern's actually a good format again
1: i'm excited to see I forget who it was. I think it was BBD who said that the Goblin Engineer is just going to be better than Stoneforge Mystic in the Urza deck.
0: Oh, I agree with that.
1: So I'm curious to see how that plays out.
0: Yeah, I mean, because here's the thing. Stoneforge can only fetch half of that package. Yeah. So I could see
1: like a Bant mid-range deck coming about.
0: Like even <laughs> if they play Stoneforge Mystic in that deck, it's only going to get like the sword and then it just dies. The gob- The Goblin can get both and also all the other valuable artifacts in that deck.
1: Yeah, one of the big things I've noticed is that two-mana artifact, when it comes in a player leaves, you draw a card. Like, they just grind value. any of those cards. Yeah. Yeah, they just grind fucking value. Uh
0: Uh-huh. That was what, when I've been playing it online, that's what buries me. It's not Urza. It's not any of the other things. It's them just fucking burying me in card advantage.
1: Yeah. Plus, Arkham's Astrolabe is one mana, and it does that.
0: That card's fucking nuts! And yeah. I saw somebody fucking comment or something on Twitter saying uh, that the existence of Arkham's Astroblade has officially killed Blue Moon. And I, that is so right because B- Blood Moon is just worse for you than it is your fucking Urza opponent. And well, it's yeah. a five color deck.
1: <laughs> Dude, Yeah. That's they all they want is snow basics.
0: Yeah. It's insane. <clears throat> that is the deck I've been having the most trouble beating in modern right now. Is that deck. Uh, is that Urza deck? Like, I don't have an issue beating Storm at all. I guess, by the way, I've been playing fucking uh, blue-white spirits. Azorius spirits.
1: Yeah, who would have thunk? I think the Bant version with High Orcs and some stuff like that might just be better.
0: you talking about spirits?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know. Kind
1: of helps ramp out. It's a mana dork that can hold a sword.
0: Here's the thing with that, though. And here's what I've come to determine in the past three days that i've been playing it um at this point with the current iteration that of the deck that i am playing in modern it has actual zero copies of stone for in it oh. yeah stoneforge it and kind of what i feared from the start and why i thought it was okay to ban is that the card's just not good enough in decks in modern because you can't just lean on a creature going to get an equipment putting that equipment on something attacking or going to get a fucking 4-4 Vigilance Lifelinker in Batterskull and expecting that to win you any games. It works in Legacy because the decks that you're doing that in don't have creatures, so they can't just block that. Yeah. Or they can't just block your creature with an equipment on it. In Modern, it's just totally different. Everybody has something to interact with that, and the format is Plus, so cool slow, God's command. And you like you can't deny mana like you can in, with Death and Taxes. So like your opponent's just going to be able to oh, cool, you just put that out on turn three. I have ways to either interact with you or kill you by that time. So you're dead. Yeah, that makes sense. And Stoneforge Mystic is two mana. You know what else is two mana? Everything fucking else in Spirits. And that deck yeah. is so specific in what it's trying to do as far as like synergy goes. Yeah, it relies on the. You can't just throw a random fucking core out on turn two and it not do anything else with the rest of your deck. Like I was, I was keeping hands and playing my game and like trying to see how Stoneforge Mystic was so I'd keep a hand with Stoneforge Mystic. And then even when it came to a turn where I could cast Stoneforge Mystic on turn two, I was just casting a Spirit anyway because it was just a better play.
1: I wonder if it's going to be more of like a sideboard plan.
0: I mean, it could.
1: Just like the Stoneforge package, you have three or four Stoneforge and a batter Skull.
0: That seems like a lot to dedicate for a sideboard when you have to cover room for graveyard decks, artifact, artifact decks, and combo decks.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong. I was just
0: curious. I wonder. Time yeah, will her- tell. I want Stoneforge to be so so good. I think it might have a home in maybe like a uh like a Maverick style, like blue, green or uh green-white, maybe splashing black, maybe just straight green white deck that's like Knight of the Reliquary, uh uh Tarmagoy mm-hmm. stuff value, like value idiots like good creatures, pretty much. Yeah, green white good creatures. That's where I think the only home for it is.
1: Or if they print or have, or if someone finds something like True Name Nemesis, where if you get something like that on there...
0: Oh, it's game over. Yeah. yeah. If there is a creature that exists in Modern that if you put an equipment on, <coughs> the game's, like, over. Like a, uh, what the fuck is that deck called? The Boggle <laughs> deck. Something like that. Oh, like Bogles. The yeah, Slippy like- Bees. Sure, that could be... I guess a deck like that could exist. Do you think Boggles just, like, tries to play Stoneforge Mystic?
1: No, 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 no. I don't think
0: that. I was saying <laughs> I mean, a deck like that where it, it has, like, it. a
1: threat that they can't interact with. And then the you just... You don't
0: you don't know if Stoneforge doesn't work until you try it.
1: Yeah, we'll look at Jace and Bloodbraid. Yeah. That's the perfect fucking example.
0: It, yeah, precisely.
1: What did Jace really do? Jack Dick.
0: Yeah, and Jace... You... And I yes. think Stoneforge Mystic is, follow- is going to be following that same path unfortunately someone's gonna make modern's cobblade and just kick out just fucking <laughs> soar over everybody's head with a fucking <laughs> a little one one plier for two just carrying a fucking sword and it's.
1: were there changes in legacy
0: no changes in legacy which i didn't i'm not surprised by
1: there were some changes in vintage some very good ones
0: all right let's talk about vintage for two seconds before we can talk about modern more so for all the six people out there who enjoy vintage
1: yeah, you fucking homeboys and homegirls out there. Come at your boy. So, Misstep got restricted, which I called. That's perfectly fine. That opens up a whole lot of things like Dark Ritual decks and um, some other decks that probably got made because of the unban or unrestrictions and crop rotation. That was never really a thing in Vintage because of mental misstep. It just literally... You, people mainly played mental missteps to counter other mental missteps. So, yeah,
0: misstep just warped that format in a way that I think was just generally unhealthy. That
1: got restricted. Golgari Grave Troll got restricted. Thank fucking Christ, because Dredge was a fucking Dredge, Dredge had house. too many toys. Too many toys. Way too many. Um, what else got restricted? I know some shit. Got-
0: um, Mystic Forge.
1: Mystic Forge, thank God. Put shops back a little bit
0: yeah it just didn't it it took away their combo piece which probably
1: have yeah my favorite one that got fucking banned is karn karn got or not banned restricted restricted, sorry Yes. so that is fucking glorious because that was miserable
0: it really freed up the format the format from a lot of boogeyman
1: yes and here's a very interesting one that i'm very glad that they finally did fast bond yeah, the unrestricted fast bond.
0: Oh my God. I don't tell me about fast bond. That's like one of my favorite cards in cube. I love me some fast bond.
1: I think it really opens up like the lands deck and um, a combination of that and misstep being restricted opens up like dark depths, crop rotation style decks.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just something that that you can use your lands as value, whether it come in the form of like a traditional lands deck in legacy or like even a turbo depths deck could probably exist.
1: That's what I mean. Especially with um, Gush. Gush is not in. Oh, a, gu- okay. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Cool. That makes sense. Yeah, because I think that deck would be too, too much if Gush was in legal. Yes. In a play set.
1: Yeah. It, so I'm happy with all those. I really am not bitching about anything. They hit two cards from Dredge,
0: two cards from Shops. Shops. And then opened up a possible new archetype. Or a couple new archetypes. I mean, you know what I would be playing right now if I was playing Vintage? Dark Ritual i would be playing a storm deck i would be playing dark rituals
1: yeah dark ritual is really good right now like dark ritual bolus's citadel Welcome yeah Home boys i
0: could see that that deck seems i would be playing some some kind of goofy storm deck
1: yeah and you can now play uh tops without worrying about missteps
0: yeah how does po or uh, paradox paradoxical outcome look now in your opinion
1: well it hasn't really changed it's, I
0: mean, As far as like its favorite in the format, like it's still going to it's still going to have its woes with shops, right?
1: I still don't think it's the best deck anymore because Chops or P.O.
0: P.O. Yeah, I don't think it is either
1: because you have Norset. Dredge has uh, technically eight counter spells if they All really the forces want
0: this and stuff. Yep.
1: The forces and the, the trap, the mind break trap. I still think it's a good choice, but I don't think it's the best.
0: Yeah, there's so many options to beat a combo deck.
1: At I'm least very, like PO. I'm very interested. It op- both of those, all those restrictions opened up Oath. I'm playing Oath. That's what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, you are. I love that.
1: My sideboard is way open now. Well, not yeah, you way open. Get to,
0: you kind of get to do your thing as an Oath player. And I mean, you kind of get to do your thing as an, any kind of player in Vintage now. Yeah. Which is refreshing. But let's, let's, go, back to, let's go back to a format people care about.
1: There's actually more changes in Vintage than anywhere else combined.
0: Which needed it, honestly.
1: Oh yeah, I agree, but it's just so they finally care and are listening.
0: Yeah, but so back to Modern. Where do you think Modern's going?
1: I think there's going to be like four or five best decks, and they're going to kind of jockey for position.
0: Sure, what do you think those decks are?
1: Jund, Tron, probably Humans, some Artifact deck, and a combo deck, either Urza or Storm.
0: And I am pretty much on the same page with you, except for I only think it's going to be three decks that are real anymore. Um, Or at least like, quote unquote, best decks.
1: Yeah, I guess if there's a lot of Jund, humans isn't going to be very prevalent. Humans is dead.
0: Plague Engineer is a fucking house against that deck. Also, speaking of Jund, has anybody ever read the card Koligan's Command? Yeah, turns out to be good. That card's insane. Like, fuck that card. The card's been good for a long time, bro. Oh yeah, trust me, I know. Because every format that I play, any of my decks that I like, Coligan's commands there, and it hoses me.
1: This is a nice two-for-one.
0: Every time it's a fucking two-for-one. Or the classy,
1: like, blow, return my fucking your Snapcaster. Bio, kill my creature.
0: Fucking That's awesome. my
1: favorite. Kill something, return your Snapcaster, Snapcaster that back.
0: Yeah, it's glorious. just a value drain. I hate that. I mean, but I, if, like I said, I think it's going to be Jund, like you said, Tron, and probably Urza. I think Urza is incredibly powerful it's I in think, a
1: real good spot
0: that card is also just so busted open and but we didn't get to see it with the existence of hogak now we're going to see the power of all of the modern horizons cards in full force we're going to see a, how exactly how powerful renin Six is which eh, that card is nuts like that card is probably in my opinion the best card in john and i don't think it's particularly close see, i don't in modern i don't think so i think so a hundred percent it does so many things for Jund that well, it really and, could not do before.
1: I guess if you ultimate Ren and Six and Jund having... How does somebody win that game? Yeah, a deck that's just grinding you into fucking dust.
0: And meanwhile, while it's ticking up, Jund is adapted and it's now playing all these fucking uh, like cycling lands. Yeah. So it just gets to have a... Jund has a draw engine.
1: I still think we should bring back Deathrite Shaman.
0: Nope. Nope, 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 no, 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 no.
1: Or Pod. I still think Pod would be fine in this meta.
0: Um, I don't know about Pod. I think if Pod comes back, Splinter Twin can come back. I'd be fine with that.
1: Play 2016, 2015 Modern.
0: Bring it back. Let's go back to the Golden Age. I'm into that. I'll go back to playing Mono Blue Tron. I'll be having the time of my life. But yeah, I've been playing Blue White Spirits. I actually fucking streamed for the first time this past week.
1: You did it. I did not tune in. I was working.
0: Yeah, that was the night that you had to work like hella fucking late. But yeah, um, I fired up the the official fetch and shock twitch and I streamed a celebratory uh, Stoneforge Mystic stream where I played uh, blue white spirits with Stoneforge in the very first iteration. And the deck, the main board was fine. The sideboard was a total fucking just absolute pile of garbage. But that's to be expected because I didn't know what the fuck. I just put a bunch of generic answers to random things. Um and ended up going fucking 4 and 1 on stream so I'm cool with that. Yeah, that ain't bad. Yeah, and so thank you to all the I think I looked at the statistics after and there was like 14 different people that joined in for some amount of time. So if you're one of those 14 people, shout out to you, you're the best person on the planet. Well, you're the be- in the best group of people on the planet. And I had a lot of fucking fun streaming. So that's something I'm definitely going to have to do again. And Matt, you're going to have to fucking join in. Yeah, I'll join you next time. Oh, it was so much fucking. And I definitely want to stream more of the Spirits deck. I think Spirits is in a decent spot right now.
1: You shut your fucking mouth. You always think Spirits is in a decent spot. Well, it is. Just like I always think Birthing Pod deserves to be unbanned, and Deathrite Shaman is not a bad guy.
0: Well, Well, (laughs) that's fair. No, we we got some weapons now. Like uh, that Unsettled Mariner from Modern Horizons. That's technically a fucking sprit. That that card is actually nuts. I was really low on it when it first came out. I was like, ah, like whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'll try some of it. And I started that first deck that I built with, uh, that I streamed with four Stoneforge Mystics. I had two of them in it. And every game I was like, Oh, fuck. I wish I had this Unsettled Mariner, or I had the Unsettled Mariner. I'm like, oh, God, I'm glad I have this.
1: I just thought of a really, like a Bant mid range deck. Fuck the spirit aspect. But you play those guys. You play Thalia. You play some Geist of St. Traft. That'd sure. be sp- that, I think that would be okay. You could play some counter spells and some tempo y things.
0: I think the better shell
1: for that is probably like Jess Guy. Just because you just throw it down whenever the fuck you want.
0: Yeah, you just get to fucking put stuff out and then just chip, chip, chip in, and then just burn your opponent out or burn the creatures that are gonna block your stuff. Like just being able to play bolts and lightning helixes seems like big game. Seems good, yeah. Yeah, I think the Jeskai deck, and I think round one during the stream we played against Jeskai, and it was a person trying to do that like Stoneforge Mystic uh, Geist of Saint well, Draft kind of deal. That's where I thought it was gonna shine. Yeah, I think that's probably. it Like I said, it's gonna either land. It's gonna land in a Maverick deck. Or there could be a Jeskai uh, just beat down deck, tempo style, that plays Stoneforge to get it on uh, fucking Geist and just go to town. Yeah, Jeskai good stuff. Yeah, it's Jeskai tempo. Just beat, just kick your opponent in the teeth. But I'll be over here playing Spirits because it's the best deck in the format. Nobody can tell me any different. I think I might, I still have my Jeskai deck sleeved up actually. Maybe we'll test some of that uh, when I get to see your ass in two weeks for Syracuse.
1: Yeah. Which we are going to.
0: Yes, we are. How about that for a transition?
1: That was smooth.
0: Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> smooth like jazz. Yeah, baby. That's this one. I'm I'm the butter of transitions. Just so smooth and creamy. It's nice. But yeah, Real nice. it's SEG Syracuse. It is a legacy open. What deck are you playing? Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to maybe play
1: Elves or maybe Belcher. If you went from fucking Death in Texas to Belcher... <laughs>
0: That'd, That'd be, be the uh, fucking top ten anime betrayals of all time, that would be great. <clears throat> no I, there's no way I would ever do that. no, i would I would be playing Death and intact, yep. do you
1: know what I'm gonna be playing? most likely?
0: Well, at this point, is it decided?
1: No, we still got like eighteen hours or something.
0: oh perfect. But so
1: it's pretty much decided,
0: yeah, it's basically decided. <laughs> so you are playing a deck that our lovely viewer base uh, voted on, yes. so what so, was it? It was it early this week or? this is early
1: Uh, no uh yeah like late weekend or early week
0: yeah i put out a tweet that said uh matt needs help finding a deck for legacy and we put up four options the options were uh modern Infinity, grixis control uh a birthing pod brew and uh blue black death's shadow and as of now with 18 hours left birthing pod is absolutely decimating everybody else
1: It was Modern Affinity, Legacy Grixis Control, some shitty Birthing Pod brew I came up with, which I haven't actually finished yet, but I pretty much have a good idea of what I want to do, or um, Blue Black Death Shadow.
0: Yeah, and as of now, uh, Birthing Pod has 45% of the vote. That makes sense. If people ever listen to the podcast, they know how much I love it. That's fair. Yeah, so (coughs) there must be some listeners voting who are just like, oh, yep. Let's give Matt what he wants. So I'm so out excited for you. Should and I also spoil... I'm excited to see this pile?
1: So currently I'm thinking a Kiki Jiki style deck like the old modern Kiki pod list with some up list, up. Yeah. Uplist. You fucking idiot, Matt. Some <laughs> upgrades. <laughs> that's my that's what I'm looking for right now.
0: I kind of like that idea. I kind of yeah, don't I... want to see the list until like you have it built. Because I don't want to have any opinions on it until like I see your garbage pile. Okay, I'll do that. But I know it's gonna be it's gonna be something that I love. And when you finish it, we'll we'll post the list. And then <laughs> I guess we'll see how it goes in two weeks. What is it? Two weeks? Three weeks? Three weeks, I think. Because it's September. September 14th 13th 15th. through the 15th. Yep. God, I can't wait for that. And anybody out there uh,
1: who can up going play? to SEG? Also, hey, shut your mouth, you motherfucker! Oh, Whoa! If anyone has i might do something like here's four cards pick one and that deck card will go in my deck
0: oh i love that we can definitely do that on the twitter once this one expires and you build out a list we could put up another vote that's like that i think that's a killer idea
1: because there definitely is gonna be (laughs) flexible
0: oh for sure just have the fetch and shaw community build your sideboard that'd be terrible (laughs) that'd be so bad or fucking glorious one of the two i don't know i think it'd be somewhere in between maybe It'd be gloriously bad. It'd be an absolute train wreck, but you can't look away. Yes. One of those deals.
1: That is correct.
0: Fuck yes.
1: So I cannot wait to see. I'm going to give you a sneak peek. So if I do play Kiki Jiki, I am playing zero red sources. Yes. But I think I'm going to play one show and tell.
0: No way. Oh, you have my attention. Oh, I need to see this list. You need to complete this like this week. So I fucking I can see it, so I can just revel in the glory.
1: I don't know about the show and tell part, but that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, "Ooh, this could be real spicy."
0: Oh, the show and tell idea is brilliant. Just fire off a turn one show and tell. I might (laughs) consider not even playing in the event
1: and just just watching you show and tell in an internal (laughs) witness to get back show and tell.
0: (laughs) Don't tempt me. I will one thousand percent do that.
1: No, you won't. You you're not going to pass up a legacy GP.
0: You're right. You're right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna get a pass. Pass a chance to play Death and Taxes and Paper, regardless of how bad it is in Legacy right now. Yeah, it's really fucking terrible right now. Ah, there's just so much fucking removal going around, and like the four color decks are just so hard to beat. I'm playing a four color deck at least. Yeah, but you're gonna be not playing Red and Six, so maybe I have a chance. Fair enough. Or will I be playing Red and Six? We oh don't... my God, no! How are you gonna play no red sources and play Red and Six? I have my ways. You can't pod into that, motherfucker. Okay, Mr. Four-Color Arkham's Astrolabe pod. Do you want
1: to hear how I would do it?
0: Yes, I do. Uh,
1: The Rector. I was thinking about the Rector.
0: Oh! There you go. You get to do uh, Arena Rector. If you Arena Rector and somehow kill it, and you, instead of going to get a Nicol Bolas or an (laughs) Ugin or a Karn, you go get a fucking Renin-6 that is two mana less than Arena Rector, I will lose my fucking that'll be my favorite thing on the play.
1: i don't know what i'm doing yet i want to play kiki-jiki but i also want to do shenanigans like that
0: just a garbage pile essentially just somehow a collection of 75 cards it's gonna be spicy for sure this is gonna be my favorite legacy deck you're gonna end up like winning or top eighting i doubt it i'm probably gonna be really hungover. you're right yeah we're gonna be yeah that <laughs> seems like that seems about right we're going to drink a bunch and then we're going to go play poorly and we're both going to 0-3 drop and then be like, well, fuck it. What are the bars in Syracuse?
1: I don't think I'm going to 0-3 drop for sure, but I'll yeah, play. We'll at least
0: play four rounds.
1: If I get to play this, you realize I'm going to play as much as I can, right? <laughs>
0: okay, I'm cool with that.
1: Unless I'm like 0-6 and then I'm saying, yeah, fuck that noise.
0: Okay, if you if you hit 0-6, we're, gonna, we're hitting the bar.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: And speaking of hitting the bars, like I said, anybody out there uh, who plans on going to SEG New York yeah we're we want to meet everybody we want to party i want to i want to hand draw you tokens right there before your very eyes
1: i think someone might try
0: to take your title of master of butterflies or champion of butterflies oh my god if they want to walk out of there with their fucking feet intact they don't they won't do that
1: <laughs> i hope there's an artist who just fucking annihilates you
0: <laughs> no we can't no if it's like an, an, an actual magic artist like kev walker comes up to me he's like i heard you can draw a mean butterfly <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Kev Walker, what's what what what's what's it to you, bud? He'll <laughs> do it with his eyes closed and with his toes. Yeah, he does it with his mouth. He actually draws <laughs> such a good butterfly that it flies off of the token. I'd be so bummed.
1: It would be well deserved though.
0: Yeah, I would okay, if if there was anybody out there who I'd be happy relinquishing my fucking title of champion of butterflies to, it would probably be like Kev Walker. Yeah, that's fair. I will allow it. Uh so before we move into the last uh everybody's favorite portion of the episode i think there is something that we should probably talk about what that is the fucking weasel man himself who's the weasel man mr fucking owen turtenwald oh fucking people that okay so usually with the mtg drama on twitter i usually play along and i usually like would i'll throw my two cents in or i'll at least follow along with some kind of interest this one really really eluded me because I don't, it happened like either during the weekend where I didn't get to see like the beginning of it. And now I just saw all the backlash or because it has been going on for the past fucking 100 years. But like Owen Turnwald now plays Hearthstone professionally, is getting a check from that. And he tweeted about his success. And then fucking Huey, one of the all time, like most beloved pros ever, retweeted it because they have yeah, been homies for a while. up there, yeah. And because they were on the Peach Garden Note together. It was him, Reed Duke, and fucking Ratboy. And everybody collectively lost their fucking mind. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, Magic Twitter exploded. Um, And sure, fucking Owen Turtwald, fucking weasel boy, he's a cunt.
1: Undoubtedly. But here's the thing. People are wasting their fucking time caring. Like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, he's (laughs) shitty. Fucking get over it. People
0: suck. Yeah, he is. He's just a really fucking trash human being. But he's a trash human being that isn't in Magic anymore. I... I just like I it's just so exhausting to me to fucking just repetitively go like I'm going on Twitter as like a break from my fucking work day where I'm like sitting there fucking like wanting to blow my brains out. And I go on Twitter. I'm like, I want magic memes and I want to interact with people that I care about. And every fucking thing that I give a shit about on Twitter is now replaced with people being pissed about Owen or people being pissed about people being pissed about Owen or all this shit. And I'm just like, come on, come on, something else, please.
1: Yeah, people just need to honestly get the fuck over it, in my opinion.
0: Well, I mean, Owen's a scumbag and everybody admits that Owen's a scumbag and everybody knows. And Huey is a nice guy Um, from every time that or from like the two times that I've interacted with him. Also, he's fucking massive. Like, he's the biggest human being I've ever seen in my entire life. Owen? No, Huey.
1: Oh, yeah. He's like nine feet
0: tall. Yeah, he's like three thousand feet tall.
1: Magic cards in his hand. I smoked a cigarette
0: with him at like GP Pittsburgh twenty fifteen or something.
1: Magic cards in his hand. Look, have you ever seen those tiny mini playing cards? That's exactly that's what, it what looks they like. look like. Because he's a fucking massive it looks like dude. He's holding stamps. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like he's just a massive human being. But also, like he's great. He's always been great for magic. Like he's always been such a cool guy. Um, and he retweeted something from his friend, and like his friend is a is obvious scumbag. But I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. I don't know his conversations with Owen. Yeah, like he'd be like, hey, you're being a fuck up. Stop it. Like, if he was a prick, I'm pretty sure we would know about it at this point. Yeah, I don't think he's a prick. And if that, and if it ever comes to like light that he is a prick, then like it'll be addressed. Yeah, the people will fucking riot. Yeah, people will know and it'll, ha- and we, we, it'll get sorted out. <clears throat> but one retweet and you just like condemn this, this guy who has done so much for magic. It just, I don't know. It, it kind of feels bad.
1: I agree hundred percent.
0: And that's not giving any credit to fucking Owen. Cause fuck it's that. It's giving
1: ass. credit God. to Huey.
0: It's giving credit to Huey. And if he wants to help Owen kind of fucking reform and get his shit together and not be such a commie person, then yeah, he deserves that. Like everybody at least deserves a chance to not be a piece of shit. Even if you were a piece of shit prior, like you should have the option to not be a piece of shit. Just don't do it in a public light. Like you reform yourself. Like, do your apologies, which he should have apologized for it immediately. He did do like a little half assed one on Twitter being like actually outing himself as, oh, yeah, I was a scumbag to win, which is the first time it it was ever public knowledge. Right. I believe so. Yeah, it was all speculation up to that point. So we got the confirmation that, yes, what everybody knew already is actually, yeah, it's out there now. But okay, now everybody knows fucking reform yourself and you're still not coming back to magic but at least be a scum or don't be a scumbag, make yourself less of a scumbag or 0% of a scumbag and then go out into the world and be a reasonable human being.
1: Like he's doing stuff away from magic (coughs) and people are fucking pissy about it. Like fucking Like I annoyed the shit out of me.
0: I just like, I'm just exhausted. Like, sure. When it first happened, I expected some, some backlash and I'm, and I totally get it. Yeah, I get it, I guess. But just the, incessant nature of it where it's just like one after another after another after another it's for like three days straight it's just exhausting
1: nope I agree 100% with you on that
0: and I have sympathy sympathy for anybody that Owen has affected negatively or is treated like shit like any human being like man woman fucking animal it doesn't matter like I have sympathy for whatever like blight that they're facing because of his actions but first of all don't bring that shit back up for those people's sake like I'm sure they don't want to fucking relive that whole entire fucking thing. No, like, they I agree. just want to yeah. continue just reliving that fucking experience over and over again, because for uh, this dickhead's brought back into fucking the light. No, I doubt that.
1: All right, people listen, when people are being fucking dildos, punch them in the throat. There yeah, you go. I I
0: try not to advocate violence, but if somebody's an asshole to me or my friends in person, punch them in the throat. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a flick them in the eye or something. Yeah. Pull one of their mustache hairs out. Oh, that's a good idea. Or pull, pull a tooth out, make them look like me. So, check your phone. Okay. <laughs> this is a nice little interactive part of the podcast. Oh, is this a list? It's a very rough, rough list. First of all, my favorite thing in the entire world is that you called Walking Ballista Bonker Walker. No, Bonkers Walkers are like Ugin. Oh, you're talking about the dummies. Big dummies. Yeah. Oh, because there's Academy Erector in this list.
1: The first part is one package. The second part
0: is another package. And then the third part is probably Set. Oh, I love this list. There's like Palace Jailer, Renegade Rallier. Are you serious? Fuck yeah, Recruiter dude. Recruiter of the Guard, Karmic Guide. Oh my God, this list is amazing. Oh, we're I'm going to have to like put this up somewhere. Finalize What's this so I, can put, so I can put it up on the internet tomorrow. Yeah, I'll finalize it at some point. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Yeah, so that's that's a positive note. Matt sent me his list that he just fucking dicked around and literally built in the time that it took us to talk about how big of a scumbag Owen Turnwall is. Well, I had most of it in my head, and now you I just got had to put, to put it. pen to paper. Uh-huh. But I, I love where it's going so far. I'm, I love it.
1: I'm contemplating. You're going to, this is some super spice. Either one reanimate or one yes. pull from eternity.
0: Oh, my God. Those are both
1: ridiculous cards. And I think I'm going from pull from eternity because there's a lot of shit to get stuff back from graveyards, but not from exile.
0: Not from exile, indeed. Oh, my God. The, I am so happy with this list. I love it. I, I'm I'm immediately in. So I'm so when this list comes together, you you all out there will be able to see it in its glory. And you'll be able to see it in paper in its glory in SEG, New York. It's a spicy one. It is a spicy meatball. I can guarantee that. Fucking alright, dude. Well, <laughs> I guess, do we move into the game now?
1: Yeah, it's me asking you, right?
0: I want to say that that is correct.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it is. Sure, but if like, not,
0: then we're I've we, got you've gone
1: I've gone a couple times in a row because driving and shit like that.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Let's, okay, fucking, I guess we fire it off. Oh, I guess we should explain the game. Explain, oh. (laughs) First one's a fucking softball. Oh, yes, I love it. Well, (laughs) before you ask me, uh, so every episode we play a game and it is called Accumulated Knowledge. And the idea of it is that Matt is going to ask me a card name and I have to give him the mana cost of the card. And if I get it, I get a point. If I don't get it, I do not get a point. I have to get three out of five to win. Anything less sends me to the blind eternity. And you can ask for three clues. Yes, I get three hints.
1: You have to use one of them on this one. What? All right. So the copy that came up, the flavor text is in fire. There is a spark of chaos and destruction. The seed of life. In ice, there is perfect tranquility, perfect order, and the silence of death.
0: Oh my god, that's some heavy metal flavor text right there.
1: Yeah, that's from 10th edition. This is in a couple different sets. This one is Icy Manipulator.
0: Icy Manipulator! That sounds like an artifact. It sounds like it would be four mana.
1: It sounds like it would be four mana.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it would tap a creature too, for one.
1: Tap artifact creature or land.
0: Yeah. Oh, I got Icy Manipulator. Okay, cool. I'm into that. That's actually a really good flavor text. Classic Dominaria card. Dominaria limited all-star Icy Manip.
1: Oh, that's a land. Okay. This is
0: Lay Druid. L-E-Y space Druid. Lay Druid. Does that mean it's Hawaiian? Yes. it's got one of those flower necklaces? This he one is significantly have... harder than Icy Manipulator.
1: Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> other, the other one was Underground
0: Sea, so. <laughs> <coughs> I would be able to get that one. Fuck. Lay Druid. Well, Druid sounds like it would be green. Does it, though? Yeah, it does. And there's no like big druids out there. I guess like Hermit Druid is like five I guess mana. That would
1: be the biggest one, yeah.
0: I feel like that is probably the biggest druid in Magic. I'm going to say, well, I don't even want to hit on that. I want one in a green. That's my, that's my final answer. All right. Close. 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 You're, you're right. It is green.
1: It is two in a green.
0: Of course. God
1: damn. I would have guessed one in a green too if it makes you feel any better. I didn't know this card. It's from this one's from ninth edition. It untaps target land. It's a one one.
0: Oh, my God. Even with the text, I would have said one. A... Yeah. Like that hint wouldn't have helped at all.
1: You ready for your next one?
0: Yeah, I guess I got to have to be.
1: This is Jade Monolith.
0: Jade Monolith. This sounds like an old card, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it the one that turns into like a tutu or something like that?
1: Did oh, I'm not going to get, gonna get
0: anything. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, I should know this. I think this is an old school card. Yeah, you should get this one. I know this one. Yeah, I fucking can't remember the mana cost of it, though. It's something ridiculous. isn't it? I want to say it's four, isn't it? Is it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's four mana.
0: I was going to say, I thought, I was pretty sure it's four. Doesn't it doesn't turn into like a 2 2 creature.
1: No, not even close. What's it do? So you can pay one colorless. The next time a source would deal damage to target creature this turn, that source deals that damage to you instead.
0: Yes. That's exactly. Yeah, that's what it
1: is. So it saves your, your team.
0: It could save my Savannah line. It could.
1: Could save your Savannah
0: line. Yeah. All right. I'm, okay, all I need is one more. I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, and you didn't use any of your hands. No, I'm loving it right now.
1: All right, so this one is Relic Crush.
0: Relic Crush. Well, this sounds like a destroy target artifact something. Oh, boy. I'm, see, I don't know if I should use a hint here or save my both hints for my last one if I get, it, if I get this one wrong. This is where the strategy comes into play. Relic Crush. Oh, it's got to be like a shatter effect. I'm going to say a red.
1: Is that your final answer? Yes. Wrong. Damn it. Way wrong. It is four and a green.
0: Excuse me?
1: Yeah, it's from a commander set.
0: Oh, God damn it!
1: And it is an instant destroy target artifact or enchantment and up to one other target artifact or enchantment.
0: Sure it is. Well, then it shouldn't be named Relic Crush because Relic is just a singular thing, but it can destroy two things.
1: That it can, sir. You fucked up.
0: That's a, No, that's a shit. I would say that whoever named that card fucked up.
1: They probably <laughs> ran out of, well, they went fucking big with, shatter <laughs>
0: i guess so <laughs> and
1: then shatter storm
0: well i got two hints going into the last one let's see you it. got three hints oh i got three hints going into the last one i should have just use a hint on that one the fuck is this card oh no
1: this is spawn of thraxes
0: spawn of thraxes thraxes is a black guy
1: thraxes t-h-r-a-x-e-s
0: oh wait all right well i need i'll give you the text that's a hint
1: flying when it enters the battlefield it deals damage to target creature or player equal to the number of mountains you
0: control. Number of mountains? Jesus. What's its, its... So it's a creature. So what's its power and toughness?
1: Five five.
0: It's a five five. Are you serious? Oh,
1: God. You got one more hint, but I don't... I really can't give you another hint.
0: What's the, what's the mana cost of it?
1: It's a certain number.
0: Oh, God. Can you give I me guess the color? Could...
1: Can you give me the color? I'll do you one better. Sparks from Porphos's forge fill the belly of every blank. Oh geez. It's red.
0: Yeah, it has to be red because perforos. Yeah. You that that was that you did answer my question of what color is it just by reading the flavor tag. I know.
1: I did it with the style point.
0: It's a five five. Oh, so is it from it's gotta be from Theros then? I probably gave you
1: two hints there, goddamn.
0: Yeah. I Take just don't remember this back. card at all. It deals damage equal to the number of mountains you control. To target creature, is that what you said? Target creature or player. Creature or player. Oh geez. It's a five five hmm I'm gonna say it's six mana, uh four red red.
1: Is that your final answer? Yes. So fucking close.
0: Am I really? It's five red red. Damn it.
1: And the last word of the flavor text is dragon.
0: Oh man. Damn it. Fuck I started out so strong and I threw it away, especially on a card from Theros. Damn it. It's actually a pretty baller art. Is it a rare? Yeah. I was it's really saying, I knew, shitty rare. I knew that didn't sound like something that I remembered. At least from that limited format, because I played an ass load of that. Fuck, man. I blew it. You fucked up. You did start
1: off. I gave you a softball, too. I'm going to give you a bonus one for fucking up. Okay. You still lose. That's fine. Markov
0: Blademaster. Markov Blademaster? Why do I know that one? Fuck, what is that from?
1: Anastral, or Dark Ascension. Mortals practice swordplay for a few decades at best. How can they ever attain the exquisite mastery of the eternity has to offer. That eternity has to. Offer.
0: It's a vampire, it's black, it has a power and toughness. It uh it's a uh three and a black. One red red. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, Morkov, I would have guessed black too.
0: Yeah, what the fuck? Wow, it, all of these ones are just built to make me fail.
1: Double strike whenever it deals damage combat damage to a player put a 1-1 one, one counter on it.
0: Oh god. Well, that's a typical vampire thing. Damn it. Wow, I suck. You're not good. No, I'm trash. That's a dope <laughs> art. Dude, well, oh my god, that is great art. Yeah. Another fucking rare. Well, dude, it
1: was good watching you lose. I enjoyed it.
0: Shut the fuck up. Well, I guess you get the shout-out, dude. God damn it. <laughs> but we alluded to the shout-out earlier, so it feels a little bit sweeter of a loss to me. So, as
1: yeah, you fucking... It's a loss to me, you twat.
0: Yeah, so you it's better for shout-out
1: away. So, our shout-out is the Booze Cube. Dude's a fucking genius. He's a lawyer who in his spare time made a cube format revolving around drinking.
0: Yeah, lawyer by day, incredible game designer by night.
1: Slash alcoholic, apparently. He's
0: he's yeah, he's the alcoholic Batman.
1: Yeah. If you've never played Booze Cube, so much fucking fun. I've actually might be our favorite format. Yeah, I'm gonna have a sweet brag here. I've actually never lost a game of Booze Cube.
0: I want to say the only time I've lost games of Boost Cube is when I'm playing against, like, with you and Kevin and anybody else that we're playing with.
1: I make ridiculous decks where I leverage my drinking ability. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean...
1: If you ever see Skullfuck, like, my last deck, I literally just milled people out. Because I had Lebowski and
0: the Time Twister. Yeah, so all the cards are just, like, just spoops of either normal Magic cards or other, like, uh, pop culture references. So they're all just fucking like, like Skullfucker is batter skull, but a drinking card. Yes. And there's like a big Lebowski card. There's Planeswalkers that are built off of liquors. Like this thing is amazing.
1: Yes, 100% true.
0: And so on Twitter, he is at the Booze Cube. And then on his Twitter, in uh, in his bio, you can actually click on a link. And it will take you to the Booze Cube itself, where you can actually download it and print it out. So you you out there can actually play the booze cube.
1: Yeah, and just put 360 lands in and slot those suckers in there. The best card, the funniest card, in my opinion, is the sparkling vampire, which is a reference to Edward Colin or Calling or. Yeah, the, the Twilight. Twilight people. And the only text is all vampires lose credibility.
0: Yep. <laughs> and I was like, I just. The first time I drafted the booze cube and I saw that card, I was like, okay. That's what this is all about.
1: It's just fun drinking with buddies.
0: Yeah, it's it's if like you... the, it's the concept that we were talking about of hanging out with friends and just bullshitting is primary and Magic is secondary. Because how long do these Booze Cube games typically last? Like, have we ever had one that's less than, like, three hours? No, they've all been four plus. Yeah. And what, the first time we played it, the first time I brought it, I showed it to you, Kev, and Cud. And we spent, like, five hours playing Booze Cube and it's throughout this, like Cud forgot that he was allergic to brown liquor and rums. like started getting hives and shit.
1: Yeah. Kev was making him drinks and he's like, what the fuck? And he was, he had like red dots all over him.
0: He was covered in hives. Yeah. So booze cube has almost killed at least one person
1: more than that due to the alcohol poisoning.
0: Yeah. So if factor. you're going to play booze cube, please drink responsibly, <laughs> but, but it's, it comes highly recommended at least from us too. Yes.
1: Yeah, super fun. if, anyone's ever around us, we will play Booze Cube with you for sure. Oh,
0: maybe I should bring it to Syracuse.
1: Fuck yeah, you should. We'll need about four cases of beer and a bottle of liquor.
0: Yeah, so I'll bring the Booze Cube and then all you guys out there, you supply the alcohol and we will <laughs> we will oblige.
1: Yeah, we'll Booze Cube that bitch up.
0: Fuck yeah, I'm so in. Well, dude. Uh, is that That's another one of the books. That's a fucking wrap. Yeah, so uh, I would like to thank you guys for tuning in. If you are interested in Keeping up with the podcast, you can find us on Twitter at Fetch underscore Shock. You can find me on Twitter at at BasicLandBin. You can find Matt at at It's Bop. And also, you can find our YouTube channel. Just search Fetch and Shock MTG on the YouTube. Find us there. And I guess our new Twitch that we're going to try to do at least weekly um, at Twitch.com or Twitch TV slash Fetch and Shock. Word up. Fuck yeah, dude. Well... Like I said, another one in the books. It's a wrap, son. We might have a, a we might have a good one next week. So make sure you turn in for that. Tune in. Yeah, tune in. You fucking dumb dumb. Listen, it's the alcohol. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, I guess I'll see you next week.
1: All right, dude. Sounds good.
0: Peace out,